It used to be a fucking orgy. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you're not getting laid in college, you're certainly not getting educated anymore. Why are you going? I got laid left and right when I was in college in the 90s, and I was married. <laughs> That's how easy it was. From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. Uh, joining me now, Gavin McInnes. Hi, everyone. I'm so happy to have you here. Ever since I heard your show on at uh, Stand Up Labs, it was called Free Speech. Yes. You still, have, you still don't do that, do you? I do not do that. Anthony's people demanded uh, exclusivity, so I dumped Stand Up New York. Yeah. I actually tried to uh, encourage a bidding war, which didn't last very long. <laughs> Boy, wouldn't that be nice, though? People bidding on your podcast. That's, that's pretty much the lottery. Uh, I'm washed up. I've had my day. I, I used to rule New York. I was so cool. Now, if I ask people to bid for me, one just walks away and shrugs. Well, uh, you were, you're talking about the Vice days? Vice, I mean, and plus age-wise and everything. You know, I'm married with kids now. I'm, I don't want to party. So I was down for anything back then. And Let's go to L.A. Fucking, there's a party. <laughs> wow, that's a long way to go. You don't have to go that far. Uh, you're in the burbs now, then, huh? I haven't done it yet, but right, I'm trying to sell my apartment. I'm tr- I bid on a place way out in Westchester, in the burbs. Wow. And I, I don't hang out anymore. And it's funny because I was, I was looking at people like you, and I always say to you guys, "Why don't you have kids? You gotta have kids. Come on, it's the next step." And I realized I'm an idiot. I'm in the city where people are here because they don't have kids, uh-huh. and if they had kids, they'd move out to the burbs where there was more room. So it's like I'm going up to Harlem and like going, why don't you guys play golf? Golf's an amazing sport. And they're like, if we did, we'd live in the burbs near the golf courses, you fucking moron. Right. If you like golf, get out of Harlem uh-huh. and stop talking to us. <laughs> Go where the grocery stores are. Go the where big, the grocery stores are. Where the, the aisles are wide and, and, and there's room for strollers. And yes. Yeah. I'm in the hood screaming at black people going, why don't you guys eat kale? <laughs> and th- their answer should be, why are you here? Uh-huh. That's what you guys should say to me when I tell you to have kids. What are you doing here? Yeah, go eat some kale. Go eat some kale. Fuck off and play golf. A woman was punched in Central Park while taking pictures of her daughter at a gazebo. Uh, the man had walked up to her, and the punch is described as sudden. Also, she's standing there. I mean, she's taking pictures of her daughter at a gazebo. I don't know what she's thinking is going to happen other than a punch in the face. Yeah. You know. <laughs> well, in the thief's uh, defense... He might have been doing that in a benevolent way, like someone's asking for a punch in the face, so I, I will do it. I provided it. She wanted it. She cl- What was she wearing? That's the other question. A 37-year-old Robert Greiner of Asbury Park arrested two hours later, identified because a witness snapped pictures of him at the scene, and he was charged with assault. They didn't disclose the motive. It distinctly said police did not disclose the motive. So what Crazy. do you Crazy. <laughs> and racist. Right. It was likely a black guy. He hates white people. He just punched her in the face, took her money. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's there's a good chance that's it. Actually, sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he took her bitch. money. I think he just punched her though. <laughs> <laughs> I think the robbery is written in in violent Brooklyn. A former Rikers inmate with eleven prior arrests, including attempted murder, was uh, finally shot on Thanksgiving. Finally? Oh no, excuse me. Fatally, fatally oh. shot. <laughs> Both. <laughs> 29-year-old Robert Hinton had been awarded a $450,000 settlement from the city because of a beating he'd sustained at the hands of correction officers. Hinton was hogtied and savagely beaten by five guards for refusing to leave his cell without getting his bologna sandwich. 
Uh, the guards were fired, and Hinton was shot dead uh, in front of the Van Dyke houses on Center Avenue in Brownsville. Wait a minute, I'm sorry, because I just heard I was with prison reform guys all week. The guys from Prison Legal News. Oh, really? Yes. Now, what what are, what are those guys about? They are violent ex criminals who are super nice, nerdy guys. Oh, okay. In fact, their whole demeanor says prison works. Because I used to be a murderer, and now I'm a sweetheart. <laughs> right. Well, so you're saying that they're violent, but they're reformed. No, I, I should, they committed violent crimes, did oh. their 17 years, and now they're out. But Jesus. they were talking about this case, and and we were saying, I get that, that mm-hmm. you're standing your ground on the bologna. Because that's your fucking food. Yeah. It's not like me saying, if Pat doesn't get me a bologna sandwich, I'm going to fucking stay in his house forever. <laughs> 100% of your relationship with these people is how much food you get, how much sleep you get. You know, those basic necessities of life. Mm-hmm. So it's not like Eric Garner going, this ends now. Mm-hmm. I need to sell illegal cigarettes. <laughs> He's saying, this ends now. I need my fucking bologna sandwich. And I know I'm going to get beat up, mm-hmm. but I got to take a stand. Yeah, and I could see him dying a little bit sooner than Eric Garner, too. I mean, like, he sustained a much worse beating. The photos but, but, are, are, are just uh, horrid. What I had to get about that story, so... He got the shit bit out of him in prison for the bologna sandwich incident. Yeah. And now, then he got out and was recently shot. He was shot dead on Thanksgiving. And he was about to get a $450,000 settlement. Oh. The police are still looking for the suspect. They want to give him a medal for saving him all that money. Oh, yeah, that was it. The, no, the prison guys I was talking to uh, yesterday, in fact, uh, are very suspicious of this death. They think the cops made him go bye-bye. Really? I mean, uh, you know, he was... Uh, a gangbanger, and he was in front of uh, some uh, the, the Van Dyke houses in Brownsville, which is like every time I pick up the newspaper, somebody's getting shot in Brownsville. Yeah, one it's, a day. Yeah, it's a minimum, you know, and 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 uh, it's a oh, just a just a real. You know, I was talking to a guy named J uh, J Ramirez. He said that place will not gentrify. Oh it, fuck no! <laughs> all the other places in the city well, have to gent- gentrification is a myth in many ways because there has to be people leaving. And Williamsburg was easy to gentrify because it was empty. There's a few artists and a few lofts. They're easy to kick out. But if you go to South Williamsburg with the Puerto Ricans and Dominicans oh. or East New York with blacks or even Greenpoint with the Polacks, their home was grandfathered to them. They're not leaving. Yeah. Those, none of those places are getting gentrified. No, you, 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 wait, wait. Which one did you just say? Greenpoint. Greenpoint has not gentrified. I mean, a, a pube. But as far as like off of uh, McGinnis Boulevard and Franklin and Greenpoint Avenue, there's, there might be a few pubs on the street, but it'll never be a Williamsburg. And you can see a few high-rises, artsy-fartsy high-rises have been built mm-hmm. on the uh, prediction that it'll become gentrified, and it's still a fucking used tire lot across the street. That's really interesting. I had no idea. So and, and so Brownsville is, is, I mean, it's even far out. It doesn't even make oh sense God, to be yeah. gentrified. It's, it's uh, uh, and, and, and just... Uh, violence constantly. I mean, wh- the gangs have to be someplace. There's f- well, that's what Giuliani did. He they say he got rid of crime. No, he pushed it to East New York. Mm. He made everyone la- leave Times Square. Mm-hmm. Stupid cabaret laws shut down all the seedy bars, basically. And now everything is concentrated in one area. And we still have 450 murders a year, yeah. but they're all in a very tight little group. Yeah. Well, uh, they are. They, that, that's where all the murders are. And and I mean, of course. Uh, Four hundred fifty down from a couple of thousand, you know, in nineteen ninety. So I mean, uh, he did do, uh, and and really, if you can move it all the way out, I think I think you should. Yeah, it's funny. You're right. You're right. I'm sitting here criticizing him. All he did was reduce crime by seventy five percent and isolate it into one spot. (laughs) 
<laughs> but there's still murders. You can't cut it out of there. He's not Santa Claus. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I, I always wonder about the stop and frisk situation because they a lot of people are against it. Almost everybody. I mean, it's been found to be unconstitutional, and uh, it, it continues on some level. But it was its application was supposed to be, uh, I guess, non-constitutional, unconstitutional. However, the the lives that it saves are going to be those of guys like this, like Robert Hitton. I couldn't be more for stop and frisk. I love the cops. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's hard to talk to prisoners the past few days because they don't sympathize with my beliefs. But the the thing about stop and frisk is who does it protect? It protects old ladies in the hood. Mm-hmm. Married. It makes the ghetto safer. So you're saving ghetto lives. Exactly. It's like guns. The more guns we have, the more that one dad who's managed to stick around with his family and raise them in the hood and not be a shitty guy, mm-hmm. he needs a gun. Yeah. The old lady needs a gun. Right now, all bad guys have guns. So the more guns you make legal in the hood, the safer the few good people in the hood can be. I agree. And, uh, you know, maybe that's the hashtag, Ghetto Lives Matter. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, I, I, does anybody make money off hashtags, or is that just, uh, it's just I do. there? You, <laughs> it all goes to I Gavin. get a, t- a tenth of a hundredth of one percent. Six kids. Uh uh, a woman with six kids was was fatally struck in Brooklyn by a bus. A bus driver driving a bus victim uh, was uh, a Rukshana Khan hit in Midwood while crossing Ocean by an MTA B1 bus between J and K. Got that? Yep. At Tendle Five by a 47 year old driver. He stayed on the scene. No criminality is suspected. Uh, it, uh, it was said, I heard a boom. Said a witness. She looked like a plastic doll when she got hit. Oh, but wait a minute. Ten to five, meaning four fifty a.m. At ten till five, yes. I mean, four fifty a.m. Four fifty p.m. I think. Oh, in the afternoon, she was crossing oh, sorry, the street. Sorry, yeah, what, sorry. what's she doing out in the morning? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> four fifty p.m. is fine, but a lot of times you read these and, and it'll be like, "Young child struck dead on the street by some asshole," and you go, "What time was it? It was twelve thirty at night." Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> yeah. what, what were kids doing on the road at twelve thirty at night? Vision Zero, that's what. <laughs> <laughs> they just had a, a nice black family that was coming home. I think it was on the Palisades Parkway, and they were slaughtered by some drunk driver, which is obviously horrific. It is. But the time was about 3.50 in the morning. Mm. They were coming back from a friend's barbecue, and, and you go, you have kids, and you went to a party, mm. and you didn't come back till 3.50? The fuck? Yeah. So, enjoy eternity. Assholes. <laughs> With that yeah. big long BBQ in the sky. It was a, a woman who got hit. Uh, she well uh, hit the uh, what do you call it? The median, the uh, concrete median, and then her car turned over. This is in Long Island, and uh, I, I will tell the story at some other point. I don't have the exact details, but it just caught my it, the thing that made me remember. It was what you were saying. She went back. She the people helped her out of the car, which was upside down. She and her three year old they got out, and then she went back to get some shit out of her car before oh, the cops got there. No. Got hit. Died. Oh. <laughs> Which is just really avoidable. And then the cop who was on the scene, uh, his car got hit from behind. He ended up going to the hospital. Oh, Jesus So it's just Christ. a real, real mess up there in Long Island. Be careful. There's a big moral there. If you dodge death, then just keep running. Yeah, stay off the road for a little while. Stay off the road. Just a few minutes. Anyway. Don't drive ever again. How's that? How about give up your car and yeah, uh, yeah and move. Leave your daughter at home. <laughs> follow your dreams. Go, go be a go be a rocket. Uh, cops have released a video of a fiendish bus bus passenger. And you know when I use a word like fiendish, I'm reading straight out of the New York Post. Uh, he was 
tormenting and assaulting his driver with a laser pointer. Driver was manning the Bronx 15 bus last Wednesday afternoon when the jerk pointed the blinding laser from inside the bus. Now he has uh, a little bit of eye trouble. He's a little sore. Anybody who knows anything, 1-800-577-TIPS. Do you ever take the bus? I have. Yeah, but it, yeah. feel, it takes you about 10 years of New York before you try it. <laughs> it wasn't the first thing that I did, yeah. But I, yeah, I got on because it just I had occasion to, and and uh, yeah, it's it's not. You go, well, why bother with the bus? Because they go across town. That's it. I mean, the, the that's the best thing well, about it. Well, it's them, also I think. the best way to see New York. You're six feet off the ground, mm-hmm. looking out these giant windows, and you get to see everything. Things you wouldn't even see in a cab. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. It, at it's a, a great speed, vantage at, point. at a nice slow safari like pace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a, uh, it's fun. It's cheap too. Two seventy five. Not like the, uh, you know, getting the old double decker. A homeless male escort and his boyfriend have been convicted of felony murder. Uh, they killed a frequent customer, twenty year old Juan Carlos Martinez Herrera and thirty three year old Edward Edwin, uh, excuse me, Edwin Faulkner, guilty of killing the Golden Gay, fifty seven year old John Lauback. It was during the commission of a robbery. Uh, the defense theory had been that the victim died during consensual sex. Yes, so good his heart couldn't take it. Uh, Juan and Edwin uh, Faulkner, uh, his lover, they were in Laubach's apartment. So this is the homeless escort and uh, and boyfriend who were servicing Laubach because it was their job. Faulkner choked <laughs> Laubach as he blew Martinez. So he's choking the John. As one is wont to do. Yeah. <laughs> like, how can you come if you're not being strangled while you blow a guy? But was was the headline of that uh, piece, duh? <laughs> Mentally ill gays who are living a life of unspeakable decadence oh, sure. and don't even have a home get in over their heads. Yes. Who would have thunk it? Yeah, and then a guy ends up dead. He says, uh, Martinez, uh, he testified in Supreme Court, this is Martinez Herrera. When I opened my eyes, this is the guy that was getting blown, right? He says, when I opened my eyes, uh, he was purple and blue. Baby, baby, something's wrong with Jack. Is what he said. Wait a minute. The John was getting blown? No. The John was blowing him. Oh. And so when the guy who was getting blown opened his eyes, he looked down at the guy sucking his dick. Purple. God, if you're going to be a prostitute, gay is the way to go. I need you to come over. I'll give you 600 bucks. All right. I guess I have to blow you. No, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I blow you for 600 bucks. Wait, hold Uh, on a second. (laughs) Let me get this straight. Uh, You have to take a shower first. You're homeless. <laughs> yeah. oh, I want to clean your dick. It turned out, though, that uh, what w- what they think happened is that in the, the defense. This is the defense story, by the way. You know what I mean. This is what they're trying to sell, and that it happened. Uh, that then they go, well, we meant to make it look like a robbery because the guy, the other guy, Faulkner, it, who was doing the choking, was on parole, and they figure if the guy's dead, he's like, well, they're not going to listen to us. He's not going to listen to me. The cops aren't going to believe me. So they uh, to make it look like a robbery, they robbed him. And took off to Florida. See, that's dumb because what you're saying is, hey, police, you're so corrupt and bad at justice that we had to spin it. Uh-huh. And But you're saying that in a, the justice system. Yeah. Like you judges are so inept yeah. that we had to do this. Uh-huh. And they're going to go, well, fuck you. We panicked. We didn't know what to do. We're gay and homeless. <laughs> but the judge is going to go, I think we're actually pretty good at this thing, you know. <laughs> we would have listened to you. You don't have to cheat. Yeah. They, they can see him taking offense. Well, uh, you'd have to cheat. 
they're, they're already in there for for killing a guy. And uh, well, anyway, what the way it really happened is, I think they just went in there to rob the guy, and uh, they knew the shit that he had. They'd been in there a few times before, and they're like, "Fuck it, we're gonna go to Florida, and uh, that's it. We'll take so this guy's stuff." The John was blowing the dude uh, and being choked and being choked. That's not how it works. My understanding of autoerotic asphyxiation is, mm-hmm. and that's how the guy in In Excess died, right? Yeah. You have to be the comer. It's not pleasant to be strangled when you're hard at work blowing a dude. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want distractions. That's what I would have thought. Yeah, it's like it's supposed to inc- help the orgasm. I think it makes you lightheaded or something. Right. But just to be strangled while you're blowing someone? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, maybe he was jerking off while he was blowing the guy. And, uh, and, oh. and I suppose. Jesus, these gays are like, they're like the Japanese of sex. They're just, they're like what <laughs> will heteros will be doing in 400 years. <laughs> right. I feel so behind, yeah. Yeah. They do. Yeah, that's the, I'd like the, to feel you're The behind. division of, like, uh, of um, Asians is like, if they look like they're from the future, they're Japanese. Yes. And if they just coughed up something and spit it on the floor, they're Chinese. Yep. And what about like Cambodians and stuff? If their flip flops are falling off every step they take, and then they step back into them, they're Cambodians. Yes. If Have you noticed, by the way, Asians can't wear shoes? No, I hadn't noticed that. Yeah, like a woman, a businesswoman. Mm-hmm. Well, I assume I'm going to say Chinese. The little strap that goes on will just be hanging off. Yeah, I never noticed that. Take a look. I will, and I noticed that. But I have noticed that a lot of times a woman is very neatly dressed, and then like uh, she'll have on the sh- the shoes like you describe, and they'll look a little bit off brand, and she's wearing like white tube socks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Weird, uh, or you know, like hose that are so thick that they're like that. Well, oh, you like your hose thick? Uh, no, well, I shit. like a thick hoe too. You like a, <laughs> like a thick hoe? There's nothing wrong with a thick hoe. Uh, yeah, she was approached uh, near Jackson Street. This thick hoe, uh, a, a, a man had engaged her in conversation. I'm talking, of course, about a jogger who was raped in the park, or as they call it in the Seventh Precinct, a meat and potatoes kind of rape. Oh my uh, God! Because uh, while it's disturbing and vile, it's comforting to know someone out there still has respect for the classics. 26-year-old victim jogging in East River Park. This is the kind of rape they say doesn't happen. This is the kind that you always read about, you know, they, oh, that's a myth. No one gets dragged out of the bushes and raped in the park. That's a, it's all, it's all white men after their fifth drink on the third date when you've already fucked Well, they like those rapes better. And I don't mean the victims. I mean the, the propagandists. Mm-hmm. And so they want to focus on those. But the thing that pisses me off about that is when they say, oh, uh, if drunk sex is rape or they regret it later, it's rape. You've now trivialized this jogger yeah. who was ripped from a bush and dictionary definition raped yes yes so now when someone tells me she was raped i i used to go oh my god and imagine a ski mask and a knife now i imagine like i didn't enjoy sex seven years ago Uh, (laughs) that's exactly in a nutshell the way i and the way i feel and the way every person with a penis should feel yes because we're slowly being backed into a corner where literally anything you do is rape with anybody regardless and as New Yorkers, I mean, I assume that you played the field before you got married. These women are fucking raunchy. Uh, like, they want you to leave and then kick the door down <laughs> and, and make them blow you at knife point. And you're like, all right, oh, well, I'm going to need a knife. Uh, don't ask me for the knife. You're ruining it. <laughs> Just find it. I would never do that. I, I People who like, hey, I'll pay you this one. No, I wouldn't. I, I'm so if I had a son, I would say never be alone with a woman before you're married. Yeah, and, and I would say that today. I'll tell you what, fucking 10 years ago, 
I wouldn't say that. And no. Really, especially the past five years. Mm. I mean, I think there's some schools that have consent forms that a couple's meant to sign together now. Oh, my God. Wait. See, when did colleges take the lead on deciding legality of sex? It used to be a fucking orgy. Uh. Yeah, I mean, if you're not getting laid in college, you're certainly not getting educated anymore. Why are you going? I got laid left and right when I was in college in the 90s, and I was married. <laughs> That's how easy it was. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm, and, and not only that, enthusiastic consent. You know, if there's not a form, then it's like even if they say, even if they don't say no, it's not just no means no. Yes doesn't even necessarily mean yes. I got an email from a woman named Nicole once. It said, thank you for raping me last night. That's a whole genre of sex that is being removed from a man's legacy, mm -hmm. and that's a tragedy. And now, why do you think that is, and who do you think is responsible? Uh, Marxist professors are desperate for social justice. They're desperate for a civil rights movement. They like white guys as bad guys because we can take it and we won't kill them. Mm. We just roll our eyes. So <laughs> they go, all right, well, you guys are rapists, sexist murderers. And you go, what? No, we're not. Yes, we are. Yes, you are. Watch, I'm going to change the data. Bloop, bloop, bloop. They redefine rape and they redefine assault and they redefine racism. And then the next well, thing you they know. They didn't need to redefine racism. I mean, <laughs> you know, some people were racist, but yeah, no. No, they not, look at what's racist now. It's racist that uh, look at Mizu. It's racist. Halloween costumes are racist at, at Yale. You know, good point. The dean is sending out a notice to everyone at Yale saying, don't wear anything but a fucking cowboy suit. Oh, for Christ's sake. Don't wear anything. Yeah, it's gotten that bad. And and, and it, you're right. It, if you mention race, people are like, oh, that's racist. You know, and, and, and people often, uh, yeah, you're right. You're right about that. So they, so you're saying they fuck with the data and that's where it comes from? Yes. But what's, and the agenda is what? Revolution? It's fun to be a victim and it's fun to be a revolutionary. It's fun to be Che Guevara. Like, think about every half black chick you know that is in college. They're always the most militant. They never grew up with their black dad. They always had a white mom. Mm. And they're always like, black pal, black, black panther poster and all that shit. Mm -hmm. That's because whites like that. They want to have their pet militant black friend. So the black friend is like, oh, okay, I guess I'm a black panther. And they brainwash themselves into believing it, and it's all about the white patriarchy. But it's totally insincere. And look, at when, when the NYU students barricaded themselves in the cafeteria, one of the things on their list was uh, free scholarships for Palestinian students. Oh. And what that really means is, I want Palestinian friends. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to have a cool. How about a Rasta friend too? Uh, free Jamaican free scholarships, <laughs> assuming they have dreads and that cool accent. <laughs> if they're like Jamaican nerds, no. Uh, now I, I'm starting to see the agenda. I think I'm starting to see it. Well, here's the other uh, the other facet of the agenda. The Freedom Riders were incredibly fucking cool. They had suits like this on. I'm wearing a nice gray suit with a black tie. You're talking about like uh, Teddy Roosevelt and stuff? Well, the, the ones who took the bus town to town through the oh, South. Oh, sorry. Right. Getting beat see. up, you know, to stop segregation. That was fucking cool. You'd have to be a lunatic to deny it, right? Those guys look great. They were the clash of civil rights people. <laughs> So people want that again, but there are there is no segregation anymore. There are, isn't two dr drinking fountains. So they just fucking go to brunches and start screaming at people, going, "Your eggs are racist." Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> right. They did do that. They went to brunches yes. and screamed about Black Lives Mattering in in the brunch. Yeah, well, a lot of people were eating black people at these places. <laughs> yeah, that is true. They they did they do sell uh, black people that, that they've cooked. <laughs> so if that's if that's a problem, well. That's 
I th- what about with with the uh, with the rape though? I mean the racism, yeah. But what about the exact rape? same story? Yeah. I need white men, frat boys. I need this villain who looks like something out of Sixteen Candles. Well, there's plenty of us. Yeah, but they have to be. They have to have a sweater vest and a blonde side part. What was his name? Is it David Spader and who was in a, a Sixteen Candles or James Spader? James Spader. Yeah, when he was a young hunk. Mm-hmm. That's their ideal villain. Yes, yes, yes. That guy doesn't get up to mischief really anymore. Uh, he's too worried about the fucking lynch mob that's waiting around the corner. So they just make up stories like UVA. They, they these white blonde jocks in sweater vests threw me through a glass coffee table mm. and then began raping me. I assume cutting everyone to shreds. Yes, cutting. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> in my knees. Your knees would be down to the bone. Yeah, There's blood everywhere. Oof. You'd be worse off than the rape victim. I would think. Now, that uh, th- this is something that didn't happen. This was pr- no UVA was a massive hoax. Oh, this is the Rolling Stone. Yes, UVA, this is right. the Rolling Stone. Yes, that was. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't. Well, they really. That that was a low point, I think, for any sort of journalism. I don't know, like, if if you have a lot of respect for Rolling Stone's journal. I personally, I did. Yeah, and uh, at this point, you know, they're just going. Well, we need our victim story. We'll do anything to get it. Do you? I don't know how far back you go with Rolling Stone, but back in the '80s, I had a subscription, and there was this great article, "Death of a Cheerleader." It became a movie, but it was about this fat chick who murdered a cheerleader because the cheerleader was going to say some bad gossip about her at school the next day. Mm. And it was just a great example of, of the stigma in high school and how dramatic everything can get for these kids. Oh. Like, she fucking stabbed her to death. Wow. And that was so beautifully written and so eloquent. Or there was another article about um, it got cheaper to send your kids to mental homes than to keep the kids at home, especially in Orange County for some reason. So anyone who was remotely punk or mod or some sort of subculture would just get sent off to mental institutions because they were considered crazy. Crazy was that sensitive, and it was dirt cheap. So these mental institutions in Orange County were all punks and skinheads. Chilling. (laughs) And mods. Chilling. But that was old Rolling Stone. And then you cut to the new one, and you I think her name's Sabrina Erderly. Erdery. Uh, She... You can tell at the beginning of the article she was looking for blonde frat boys. Mm. And when she got a whiff of this villain, she fucking ran with it. Mm. Jackie Coakley fed her the story, and she ruined lives. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the part that that, that nobody feels bad about. Well, who cares? They'll be okay. We're not worried yes. about them. That's like you said. They can take it. They don't, and, they're, and they won't attack anybody, and that's true. I mean, I, you know, it's, nobody's going to get violently angry about that. Uh, I wouldn't think. Well, I mean, and what good would it do anyway? You know, I mean, like you're still like like the Duke lacrosse team. That's the example everybody would bring up, I guess. You know, of, of, of the the accused, nothing happened. That's proven. And yet, when you mention Duke lacrosse, there's still a, a, a stigma. There over totally that, is, know? yeah. And and what white boys do is we sue, we litigate, and that's usually you know kept under wraps. But the mattress girl guy who was accused of raping her, he's suing the school. He's suing NYU. Um, the Jackie Coakley UVA frat, they're suing UVA. Mm-hmm. That's not as dramatic as screaming at people at brunch. You're right. You're right. It's not as engaging. Anger is a very engaging emotion. And uh, here's a story about uh, a rape that sounds like a rape in quotation marks. This is reported by the New York Post. And I'm going to read it to you word for word. A woman reported she was raped at gunpoint early Saturday in Central Park near Columbus Circle. Police sources told the Post. The victim told cops that a man pulled a gun on her at West 39th Street and 9th Avenue around 5 a.m. and ordered her to walk with him, sources said. The assailant led her more than a mile 
past Columbus Circle and into the southwest corner of Central Park where the assault allegedly occurred, sources said. The victim, whose age wasn't immediately known, was taken to an area hospital. Detectives interviewed the woman Saturday in an attempt to verify her story and obtain a description of the assailant. What do you think? Wouldn't there be cameras? You would think, yeah. We'd have footage of this. And they must have uh, checked on that, and there's not. But what's her motive to lie? That is the question. And, and, and I always wonder that, and I think it's just simply, like you said, it's fun to be a victim. And that's the motive. I'm not saying that she did that. I'm not saying she's lying at all, although the Post doesn't really seem to believe her, and the cops are trying to verify it. Uh, and, and it doesn't say what, what the conclusion they came to with the hospital. But I'm saying I think that that is a motive to lie about these things because people, they seemingly uh, thrive on... Uh, when you're a victim, you're a hero immediately, yeah. too. You know, you, you have this like sense of, like, look, you persevered. Well, you're also a villain in my eyes because you're trivializing real victims. Yeah. You just made... If every hoax you do trivializes some other woman. And I bet when the hoax read a certain sort of tipping point, then real va rape victims go, you know what, there's so many hoaxes going on these days. I'm just going to be another mattress girl. Fuck it. I'll just take it. I'll just hope my vagina heals. <laughs> I'll just try to uh, have a laxative so my anal lips can stop bleeding. <laughs> Did you see the guy who, uh, do you read Gothamist at all? Sometimes I it's, look at it. it's so left-wing, though. It's run by some Asian woman who can't wait to shit on Trump and stuff. Mm -hmm. It does seem left-wing. There was a guy who uh, they said, look at this guy masturbating. This man masturbating on train. And it's a guy, he's on an A train, and he's uh, a black guy, probably 30. And he's between two hard-working guys on the morning commute on the way. I mean, yeah, he's pinned in. You know how the seats are on mm -hmm. the A train. I don't know if you do, but like it's... He's on the one, the window. There's a guy next to him. He can't get out without, excuse me, excuse me. I mean, like, he's, like, yeah. surrounded by men. Yeah. And and this is a woman who uh, I saw him masturbate. His eyes are shut, and he's doing that, like, dozing off, sleeping thing, like, lean over, and then, like, kind of, like, come back like this and, and realign himself. And he's got his hat in his lap. Hands not moving. Look at him masturbate. Look at the police are looking for this masturbator. Clearly not masturbating. It's, uh, it's called a junkie. <laughs> they can't get it up. I think he's just a sleepy guy. Just a tired man. I think he's, and, and he was, uh, you know, and then there his face is, you know, in, in, he's a, he's a, a, a incited. Sex, a sex, yeah, exactly, yeah. publicly. And now, and, and you see that a lot with photos. This guy's a masturbator. This guy did this. And all they, like, I could take a picture of anybody and go, this guy, you know. So I don't know if that's, something that, that that should be i mean free speech in the world but it's an accusation and the press runs with it and i think i know the reason is because for the press it sells you know they love yep. the, that shit for the cops it's like well now we have a reason to see what this guy's up to we'll arrest him sure you know uh but we have to believe it we have to investigate every lead for the victim they get to be a victim and then the only guy who loses is this poor guy on the a train well, I hope everyone is as skeptical as I assume you and I are, and we go, oh, well, I'm going to need to see a cock before, uh, <laughs> before I start. Or, or every time you but read a not. salacious headline like Keenan, what's his name, Wayans, or not Wayans, but the fat black guy from SNL. I've talked about this a lot. Keenan Goodberger, I think is his name. No, no, the guy who used to do Bill Cosby, and he was a child actor, and he does Fandango ads now, fat black guy. I, yeah, I, know, I know the exact guy you're talking about. So that he said... Keenan, what's his name, says, uh, black women aren't funny. And you read that and you go, mm, I bet he didn't say that. Yeah. 
Almost for sure. <laughs> Almost for sure. And then yeah. you look it up in the actual quote, or like Donald Trump says, makes fun of handicapped people. Mm-hmm. You go, eh, I'm going to check that out. I yeah. bet that never fucking happened. It would be so reckless, wouldn't it? Yeah. You know, all this money in the campaign. That, that's how loose they are. are. Like, high. you look at Raw Story or Daily Coast or something, and they'll go, it'll say, like, black people buried in mass graves in New York today. <laughs> and you go, uh, really? I feel like I would have heard of that mm-hmm. from a more reputable news source. <laughs> it's, uh, they, they, it's, it's the sensationalism is, being, is, is out of control. Now, you were once uh, a magazine uh, owner, I guess, right? Yep. Founder yep. and owner. And, yep. and, and when you were doing that, you were decidedly uh, in the other direction right politically incorrect and uh, and, and dangerous uh, in, in that way very much so but we weren't covering news so it was like the vice guide to eating pussy or <laughs> right. like how to barf how to barf how to barf yeah and so uh, okay so that th- there's really no sense of responsible like reporting in that exactly and I always thought that's that's there's better people doing that. CNN, you know, BBC, Fox, they are all getting in trouble mm. when they get something wrong and there's a head on the chopping block. So, uh, And plus, I always found that journalism, true journalism, way too hard. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm doing it now, and it's a fucking pain in the ass. You're talking about the Gavin McKenna show. Well, on that, the... I do this show with Rebel Media up in Canada, and I can't just shit out a figure or copy a meme from Facebook. I've got to go check every number on that. It's fucking exhausting. And then even when you do, you go to these people going, that's the stupidest lie I've ever... Like I said, Thanksgiving goes back thousands of years. It's linked to Catholicism. And even Guy Fox. And the, one of the comments is, Guy Fox, that's a, you're the fucking stupidest fool. And you feel like going, I don't just fart out Guy Fox without looking it up. Uh-huh. <laughs> he, Thanksgiving Day is linked to Guy Fox. Well, I don't know what Guy Fox is. I don't know who Guy Fox. Oh, is. Guy Fox! You know the uh, uh, anonymous face that has the mustache and the goatee, the mask they all wear. Yes, yes. So he was Guy Fox. It's it's a guy who tried to blow up Parliament. I think in the 1600s. I'm not sure when, but Uh-oh. long hundreds of years ago. And he's sort of seen as an anarchist and and a rebel. And uh, every year in Britain, they burn an effigy of him as a testament to the Queen. Like, we don't like people who blow up Parliament. But he's since sort of become an underdog hero, and people don't, young people don't burn him, they venerate him. But what no one knows about Guy Fawkes is he was blowing up the church because he felt they were being too secular, and they were letting the Catholicism wane, and he wanted the church back in mm. the government. Okay. So he's actually a Catholic superhero. Wow. Okay. And so how, what's his link to Thanksgiving? I forget. <laughs> he <laughs> but, was a pilgrim. But no, there was a part of the the uh part of uh Guy Fox Day was originally called like Thanksgiving gift or something and it was when we thanked I guess that he wasn't successful mm. at blowing up parliament. Okay. Well, if it was a bad idea to keep uh, burning him in effigy every year. That's a really stupid thing to do i would think you know that's that's just really encouraging well people you're just to jump tormenting board, right? his ghost too <laughs> i you know what i'm glad to know that that's who that is and so that's and and so he was this type of person and now that's who like anonymous i associate that with anonymous yeah right? you're a catholic anarchist yeah and so anonymous is is at war with isis yes. and neither one of these have a country really right it's the weirdest shit, isn't it? Isn't it? But at least they're doing something good. ISIS is too good at technology. Yeah. And I don't like that because that means more young recruits. Because mm. the youngsters like the technology. They do like it, yeah. 
I so, don't understand why anybody would join ISIS. It's the most shocking thing to me. I mean, like, I'm surprised when someone's a Bengals fan, you know? Stupid. Look, a lot of these millennials are saying, uh, there was an article I read recently where they were whining about how boring it is and how hard it is, and uh, there's no cell phone reception. I can't even check my fucking phone out here in the desert. Oh. <laughs> None of our technology works. We can't even charge it. There was two women who I think went from Denmark, married ISIS, and then they got, just got beat to death because they were trying to leave because it yes. sucks so bad. Yeah, yeah, the Austrian girls, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, well, and, and, and that's to say nothing of the genital mutilation, which I'm sure they endured. You show up, they chop your clit right off. No thanks. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I needed. Uh, what could they say? To make that sound appealing is just like, you know what your parents would really hate? <laughs> I think there's this ethno-masochism with white people in Western culture in general where you're made to feel guilty about everything. And it's not just whites with slavery. It's Europeans with, I don't know what they did that was so bad. I guess invaded Africa 500 years before. I don't know what exactly what an Austrian has to feel badly for. I guess Hitler. Well, yeah. Making him. Uh, so when you join these rebel groups... You take a day off from whipping yourself, and you go, finally, I'm a hero. I can hate white people with everyone else. Mm. Man, I just never got that. I, <laughs> I never really got that. I never felt, man, I'm really responsible for you know, slavery. I'm really responsible for... I don't, I, don't, I don't take responsibility for the shit I actually did. <laughs> <you know? laughs> Let alone stuff that happened uh, you know, decades ago. I don't know. Uh, definitely not enough to relocate to the desert. I'll tell you that right now. Nope. Well, the police are looking for an apparent arsonist who struck on Thanksgiving in Queens, according to NYPD, around 1.15 in the morning. And they have some video of this person who ignited a fire. Uh, 40, uh, they burned uh, 40 religious Hindu flags before fleeing southbound on 80th Street. Now, do you ever look at a Hindu religious flag? Their Hindu is their religion is retarded. Yeah, I mean, well, in, in the sense you mean that it's so vast and it's there's like five cobras playing a flute on a <laughs> flying carpet yeah. with some woman with an elephant head dancing around with three other blue babies. Yeah. I mean, how do they even keep track of it all? Yeah, give me the guy who just dies and comes back to life. Give me one guy, <laughs> maybe his son. If I'm greedy, you can throw in a d d Moses and Noah, of, yeah. but like thirty cobras playing a flute. How do they, where are their fingers? <laughs> and how many flags do they have? Oh, well, there were 40 that were burned. There's no telling how many. I mean, like, that they, could be they, a fraction of them. That's, <laughs> well, a lot of their flags have uh, a swastika, which is like a oh. symbol of peace. And so my theory was that, like, oh, maybe these were some swastika flags that somebody set fire to. A really stupid Jewish kid. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, that's Nazi shit. I'm sick of these Indian Nazis. <laughs> They, uh, I mean, there's another guy who's actually, I see, I don't know if this is the same guy or not. There's an arsonist who, like, left a, a puzzle, like the Riddler, Ooh. saying, like, if you can figure out this puzzle, you'll know my identity. And then the cops, like, they say they figured it out right away and they got to the guy's name, which maybe that's just something that they're writing. To be like, so turn yourself in. We know who you are. But the guy has no prior record or whatever, and uh, who, the guy that they found is somebody in Forest Hills. It's six fires that they want to pin on this guy. Oh, they got to tell us the riddle. Yeah, I, that's what I wanted to know, that's, yeah. That's cruel. I, exactly, exactly. I didn't, it wasn't there. So I, I think once they catch the guy, maybe then it'll, I'm sure it'll come out then. It better. Uh, would be yeah, nice. I can just see it in the post right now. I can see the, the weird photocopy of the post-it note. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> his, his name's like Michael Smith, and he just blanked out the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> M blank C H A E L. It's like one of those ridiculous Wheel of Fortune things. Right, right, yeah. Couldn't figure that out. Nagger. It's Nagger. The Brooklyn Bunny Hoarder, Dorota Trek. Leaving Brooklyn Criminal Court made it clear to all that she wasn't backing down to oppressive city authorities who seized her bunnies last February. In spring, she promised in her Eastern European accent, we make more babies. Uh, Trek is charged with animal cruelty. 103 bunnies were seized from a yard that she rents behind a tire uh, shop in Gowanus. Gross. Uh, yeah. Gorosis. Well, that's a lot of uh, bunnies, you know, a lot, to be in a lot one. Of feces. Yeah. You must reek. Oh, man, I'm sure it does. You know when these guys have these pigeon things on their roof? They're shoveling up like a snow shovel worth of shit a day. And what do they get out of that? They say, my birds, I am. At peace. It's usually ex-cons, like Mike Tyson. <laughs> I find peace with these birds. I come out here. I look. I find peace with these birds. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird and and gross and and there's only so many animals and and these these but they were i tell you they they had bite marks they were cold some of them even had syphilis she was Ew. fucking them without a condom apparently <laughs> but well, she them. was clearly eating them right yeah no not eating them they were really? she wasn't using them for food She's, how do we know well we don't but she well i'll tell you how what, what my suspicion that she wasn't eating, eating them she said she this is how she explains her love for rabbits she says they are magical mysterious the way they move their bodies, their ears, they are also erotic, more erotic than other animals. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, I, you know. Sounds like they were eating her pussy. Sounds like they were, yeah. It sounds like the eating was going the other way. Ew. Yeah, she's like, you put a carrot in there, they'll find their way. <laughs> Covered in lettuce. <laughs> There's a salad in my panties. Uh, yeah, rabbits, huh? You know what I saw in Chinatown once? A rat trap, okay? That wasn't the kind that would snap and break their neck. It was like a rat live bait trap. And it was fucking big. Ooh. I want to say, like, imagine a kid's shoebox. A little bit bigger than that, you mm. know? So, I don't know if you've ever bought shoes for kids. <laughs> but a normal shoebox <laughs> is about a foot. Because mm. it's for foot uh, coverings. Yes. But, you know, a little kid's one Excuse is Excuse me. I'm looking for foot coverings. <laughs> <laughs> I am not uh, from outer space. I am an earthling, and I'm interested in this venue that seems to be uh, permanently renting foot coverings. Yes. Is this a showy store? <laughs> so the only thing I can conclude is they were live trapping rats for food. Why else would you want to save a rat? To release it in the country later? Yeah, Chinese people love ethical rat treatment <laughs> right yeah people not so much <laughs> will work you to death however yeah we need to talk about your treatment of rats you know there was a, a, a chinese restaurant that got shut down in the east village or lower east side a dumpling place it was it famous for dumplings cheap dumplings you go there all the time oh, yeah i know that spot well out back there was there were photos taken from above with several rats in the they were out in the alley rolling dumplings and you can see rats in the photo. It's it's just so. Wait a minute. Uh, I'm a, I'm pretty grossed out if rats were around. But yeah. are you saying rats were in the dumplings? Literally? No. But they were outside, and uh, if they turn their back, there's going to be rats in the dumplings. You know. Oh my god. It's uh, yeah outdoors ro rolling the dumplings. They shut them down for that. And they also did you? Well, I mean, I'm sure you saw the famous one a few years ago when it was a Taco Bell uh, KFC. Down on 6th Avenue? Jesus, that place got taken over by rats. 
with that. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Just a fucking Infinite nightmare. Infinite photos of that. Yeah. Do you think there's more rats since de Blasio? Is that a picture of you and de Blasio, by the way? It is, yeah. <laughs> That's me and de Blasio. We're at the uh, hot dog place up on 72nd in Amsterdam. <laughs> Happen to run into him. I'm like, hey, can I get a photo? I look way too happy to be getting my picture taken. Well, you look like you must love rats because I'm convinced he's brought more rats back. How? Well, he's, you know, first of all, uh, he, he ended stop and frisk for rats, you know, so now they <laughs> proliferate. Well, why? Okay. Do you, you just see more rats now? I see more rats. It's been confirmed. And, you know, rats, the way you deal with rats, as I learned from the book Rats, mm. it's all about their food source. So efficient sanitation, getting the garbage out fast, mm. not letting it sit around is the only way to take rats down. Mm -hmm. You can't exterminate them. Traps don't work. You just need to starve them to death. D yeah, dirty looks. Yeah. <laughs> they don't respond to that. Uh, de Blasio's New, New York, they're literally strutting down the stairs with a pizza in their hand. Yeah. <laughs> they literally are. Yeah, they're like, do something. I what know, are you rush do? hour. I know. I dare you to go near this pizza. Yeah. I will give you AIDS with one bite. I am pizza rat, motherfucker. <laughs> and they, they are bolder and, and uh, stronger and, and uh, probably larger. But, they, you know, they took the garbage cans out of the subways and some of the stations and they said it worked. Oh, really? Well, the, the, it, there's actually less garbage thrown around because they got rid of the garbage cans. People would, like, take their garbage and get rid of it elsewhere. Huh. And the problem is also track fires and shit, too. But, yeah, the rats by far are the worst uh, problem. I met a guy who told me that he worked on the subway. The the way they get the, the garbage off the tracks is they have a garbage truck that's a subway, right? Mm -hmm. And it looks kind of like a subway meets a little fucking uh, Zamboni. And it just goes yeah. when the tracks are, are not working, not running. And it fills up with garbage. And then it empties in Coney Island. And they open it up. And... Out of the two guys, they take shifts doing this unbelievably horrible job, which is opening the back thing. Mm -hmm. And the second they open it, <laughs> like Medusa's hair oh comes God. pouring out, almost like sewage, but it's rattage. Just goes <laughs> flowing in every direction up, and you just sort of you open it with a stick and go, ah, and run up to the top screaming and dancing. Yeah. And they... Every night that happens. So Must have been invented by the Chinese. <laughs> Those Chinese are waiting with nets. Yeah. But that... Coney Island must be infested, those big projects that are right by the boardwalk. Oh, Christ, yeah. Oh, Lordy. Well, yeah, somebody told me once, I love Rhode Island, uh, going to the beach at Coney Island. It's the only beach where you'll actually see a rat. That's the only <laughs> time I ever saw a rat at the beach. Rat at the beach, because there's no room for him anywhere else. Yeah, and the thing about Coney Island, too, you get done eating something, you don't have to go looking for a garbage can. Bury it in the sand, yeah. and not very deeply. Well, the rats, uh, the rats are associated with plague, and uh, th didn't uh, the Nazis try to pin plague on the Jews? Did they? I think they did. And it was a rat, right? It was rat piss or rat shit. It was rat fleas on rats. Ah, that's what it came down to. It was it was fleas on rats, and uh, and in Hasidic Brooklyn, uh, a shocking Borough Park suicide. Just trying to get it. I mean, th that's a bad connection to make, probably. I liked it from <laughs> smooth segue. The older sister of a Hasid woman who jumped to her death in July has now also killed herself. We covered this story. The second mayor daughter to kill herself in four months at the funeral. Anguished father Israel mayor said, both my eyes are crying, one for each child. And let's face it, that line should have never made it past the first draft. No. Really. You should have said, Way to make it about you. <laughs> right, right. You and your two eyes. Yeah. By the way, you killed them. Yeah. He did kill them. Uh, one of them, uh, the the Sarah Mayor, who just uh, killed herself, she hung herself off the stairs. Hanged. Hung. Hanged. All right. 
A uh, person is hanged. A thing is hung. You know, I've heard that. Well, we are talking about a Jew, Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> of course she was hanged. She's a person, or she was. And, uh, you know, it's too bad. She was in this uh, mental hospital, South Beach Psychiatric Center, for two years as an inpatient before she died. Uh, she killed herself immediately on getting out. That place is uh, notorious. Children of Darkness is a movie about kids that are in different mental institutions, stuff like that. Check it out. It's a documentary. Uh, it came out no. in like 83. I cannot handle that. <laughs> it's horrible. I can barely handle your your adult stories. Mm -hmm. But when kids, st after I had kids, I would see something in the New York Post like, little boy gets his fucking head crushed. By <laughs> really? Yeah. I wish I could. Honestly, I wish there was an app uh, yeah. on your phone that would filter out all under 10 de under 13 year old deaths well you know i'm surprised that there's not uh but you know and i'm i am closer to agreeing with you on that than i am with people you know what people get really sensitive about dogs oh that's so fucking annoying i can't agree more imagine there was 130 dogs killed in paris mm -hmm. slowly and you know the, the they were barking dying to be let out and their yep. owners saw some of the deaths i i don't want to be hyperbolic but i wouldn't be surprised if People were more angry. I'll tell you what: if there's 130 Muslims killed by skinheads mm -hmm. in Paris, mm. oh my God, the marches, the tears. I went to Paris right after these attacks. Yeah, it, you did. They, they were they were almost yawned themselves to death. Wow. There was thousands of flowers and little candles, and nothing else. It was apathy. No sense of outrage. I I liken it to a train crash. It was just a freak accident that happened. It's horrible. Oh my god. I, I mean, America's probably to blame. Jews. I heard a lot of Jews. It was Jews' fault. Les Juifs. Wow. You're joking. They blame the Jews for ISIS. When the Muslims are going, excuse me, I worked hard on that attack. <laughs> I mean, everything. Every time the Jews, they take our hard work away. We are working so hard to generate hatred, and the Jews keep stealing it. <laughs> well, they really are the worst. Speaking of the Jews, sorry, in that last story. Yes. Did those girls hang themselves because they're aware of the genetic flaws with uh, marrying your cousin? Or did they hate this particular cousin and not want to get married? Oh, you're right. Sarah did marry her cousin. Uh, Both her first times. cousin. Right. The other one didn't. I don't think. I don't think that the the mayor girl was uh, the first one. Feiji is her name. She jumped. She had left the church and was no longer a part of it. The oh. other one, 31 years old, had married her first cousin. That was about five years ago. It was annulled after a few months. And she said since then, uh, uh, there was a, you know, a source quoted saying she had some difficulty with that. Here's what I don't get about the Hasidic Jews, because I've been growing up with them. I've been with them since I was 18. I was in the, the densest parts of Hasidim are Montreal, uh -huh. Catskills, and Williamsburg. I lived in all three for the past, since 1988. They have tons of cousins, tons of sisters, 12 kids per family. Mm. Why don't you see them playing more? They must be crammed into those apartments. I would love to have seven cousins my age. Mm. Must have see been... them like outside, you mean? Yeah, why are they in parks? Why aren't they playing ball? Uh, because they have to wear coats in the summer. Okay, what about November? That should be your time. That's your summer. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I think it's because they're very busy studying Hebrew. Even at five and six and seven and eight, though? They start, you know what, the, the Feiji said, by the time I was three, I had no interest in Hebrew. I had already 
no interest. Finished it. I come to this. It's like she'd reached full clarity, like in Scientology. I don't know why you don't. I I really don't know. I you you I've I've not lived there, and and you have, and you say that you don't see them around. They don't play. It is it is odd. They don't play, but they maybe they have jobs or something like that. I guess they're helping with the house there. I guess so. Yeah. Oh, I guess they're like helping to cook a schmutz ball or something. And. (laughs) They've got to make 47 of them for oh, dinner tonight. Oh, boy. Mom's schmutz ball. <laughs> they are delicious. No one makes them like that. Well, Gavin, uh, you know what? I, I can't impose on you to stay here all day. Uh, you, you know, uh, it's it's kind of you to come over and, and be on the show, and, and I want to talk about anything that you want to talk about that, that you want to like want people to look at. Isn't, isn't the Anthony Cumia Network uh, the most amazing thing you've ever been a part of? It is wonderful. Uh, I like that I can't get fired. Mm-hmm. It's impossible. It's impossible. But uh, maybe if we were shit-faced every single episode and falling asleep within the first 15 minutes. But I feel like even then it would be the the sleepy drunk show. Well, that's the Legion of Skanks are doing that. <laughs> yeah, they had Big J puking his guts out in Andy, in Anthony's uh, basement. Yeah, he did. I, that was that was something else. I I, I didn't want to like uh, I couldn't look at that too closely. You didn't you drink urine on your show? Yes. Now, what was I, I? I didn't watch that episode, but what was the? It wasn't p- a big deal. I was pissing in cups because I didn't want to leave, uh-huh. and then someone said, "Why don't you drink that?" And I've done that a bunch of times. It's just it just tastes like chlorine. Uh huh. It's not that bad. Well, so so you you do it now just to just to shut people up. Sure. I mean, I'll I'll eat a fucking spider for five bucks. Yeah. <laughs> so it's so odd to me. Uh, you know, you're you're uh, natalie dressed and and disgusting at the same time. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, I don't see that as weird. In fact, I lived in Taiwan for a while, and all the upper middle class Chinese women drink urine because they think it cures cancer. Wow, that's stupid. Yeah, uh, everyone in the entire I, I, continent is insane. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. In Taiwan? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And what that's, uh, in, uh, you're saying everybody in Asia? Everyone in Asia. <laughs> but Taiwan is in China. People don't understand this. They think it's a separate country. If you send a letter from Taiwan, uh-huh. it says Republic of China on the return address. Yeah. And if Ta- Taiwan ever formally separated, they would get their ass kicked. Okay. You're not allowed. It's like the petulant punk kid who says, I hate it here. Mm. You're still here. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I know very little about that region. And, uh, I, you know, I don't even like really a, a true authentic... Uh, Chinese food. I can't, oh, fuck I can't, no. Oh, I'll eat a spider. I'll drink my own piss. I will not <laughs> eat real Chinese food. Right. I mean, I, you go look at a menu in actual China, and the amount of bugs and fucking worms mm. and turtles and dogs. Yeah. And when you get, like, a turtle soup, it's just a turtle in hot water. It's not like it's it's been cut into pieces. and It's a fucking turtle. It's just like they put a turtle in boiling water and put it on a plate. That's hilarious. You go, can you, at least when we have chicken balls, we don't have to know what we're eating. Right. Or, or a good old schmutz ball. Yeah, schmutz ball is just a big round thing of haschenschuscht. <laughs> and then, yeah, I, the, the, the frog stomach, you know? Oh, yeah. I've, I've seen frogs, just a frog sitting there. It's always just whatever you ordered, hot and covered in gross, greasy water. If they'll eat anything. Uh, and it's not going to be part of my life. In fact, the uh, and no matter how much you Americanize it, but uh, well, I love Chinese food. Once once they do that, it's once chicken it's been and sauce. Through the filter of American culture, <laughs> and with tons of sugar and deep friedness and grossness removed, that's eating. I uh, wonder if uh, do you do you do anything now? You what was the you the real journalism you mentioned that you're doing in Canada? I don't even know about that. Oh, it's a regular video series I do where I do like a five minute rant twice a week. 
and uh, almost like weekend update, but it's pulling up pictures. And like t today I was talking about prison reform and saying, you know, more men get raped in prison than people get raped. If you want to talk about rape totally yeah. in America, it's a male thing. And a lot of men are getting raped in prison by women, no by kidding. female prison guards. Yeah, yeah, I can believe it. You it, can't give consent if you're a slave. You absolutely cannot, and that's why uh, Ron L. Wilson, who you know was on death row, and he had sex with Nancy uh, Gonzalez, and and that was a rape, you know. And you think like, wow, people try to, paint, of course, the Daily News, you know, this poor victim, you know, and all this. No, she's a rapist. That's yeah, what she is. I mean, it's probably one of the funner ways to be raped. <laughs> <laughs> and to be a prisoner and to have yeah. some chubby blonde yeah. let you fuck her from behind. Let's face it, as far as rape goes, it's the Cadillac. <laughs> it's the top. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else going on in my cell. If I gotta be raped, <laughs> I'm choosing door number one, yeah. which is uh, six, yeah. bent over a chair. But it does happen. And it, it, there was one uh, a guy in, a, in a, uh, a mental hospital, and, and he was raped. And he was a rapist. Oh, my God. And and he was in there because he was too violent to be released at his release date. And you know the mental hospital and say, well, you know, keep him there until you guys think he's OK. And then he got raped by this lady. I think they're still together. They made a, a sex tape. I don't think it's available online. <laughs> <laughs> it's really something, though. And, and it's the glee that people wish prison rape on people is is uh, I was talking about that, too. Yeah, it's the only rape joke that everyone can proudly smugly make. I mean, that whole get hard thing, there was entire rape scenes where Will Ferrell's learning how to blow a dude. I mean, imagine a chick who's about to get skull fucked going and it's a comedy where she's learning how to suck a dick. <laughs> I mean, it's we should pitch it, first of all. <laughs> or drop, there was another drop the soap thing with I think uh, Will Arnett and uh, Jason Bateman where they're both sort of like, oh no, I'm not looking forward to having my ass destroyed yeah which will happen and it's 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 that's when you really get on board with it being an act of violence rather than an act of uh, than, than a sexual act but, yeah but in this case i mean this togetherness is, is what these people uh, who are raping in prison crave i'm sure but this i guess because you're in prison that's it you know you're off the list nobody likes you and that may have made sense a hundred years ago where the prisons were a tiny percent of the population and they were mostly bad men. Yeah. But now it's for not paying child support. It's Everything is illegal in America. And the best example of it, I, th I think of this is when Benghazi happened, Hillary decided it was the video. And she, it was an anti-Muhammad video that caused this. Oh, so right. she went up to the father of one of the dead Marines and she said, will you look it on the wall to see if there's a picture of you in yeah. there? <laughs> I hope I haven't incriminated myself. Um she she goes, I'm getting throwing this guy in jail. So she said to the father of the Marines, we're going to arrest this guy. Now, she didn't know who he was, so she clearly didn't know what his crime was. But they dug him up and they found out that he had uh, done identity fraud many years ago for which he served a year in prison. And he technically used a different name in the credits on this film, which was technically a violation of his parole. So they threw him in jail for a year for that. But the government's at a point where they're like, Pat Dixon and Gavin McInnes, I'll, I'm sure I'll get him. There'll be some tax loop, like like fucking Al Capone. They got him on tax, or O.J. Simpson. They couldn't get him on murder, so they said, "Oh, you stole a mug." Mm -hmm. Yeah, everybody's breaking the law in some form or another. I'm number. sure we've done it ten times today. Right. So that's why you better care about prisoners, because if you're not going to be one soon, someone you know is. The 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 magazine I was I was with today. I'm <laughs> forgetting how to talk now. I'm having a stroke. 
He started in 1997, I believe, and the population went, prison population there was 1.2 million. Now it's 2.2 million. It's doubled since they started that magazine. Less than 20 years, prison population has doubled. Doubled. That's uh, alarming. Wow. And and it, it's not like people are committing that many more crimes. It's just there's more crimes to be committed, I guess. Yeah. Well, let, let's think about it. There's or they're keeping people locked up for longer. I mean, now Obama just released like a lot of uh, lower level, supposedly, uh, drug offenders and stuff like that. What's your feeling on that? That's a tricky one. Dana Lash was talking about this, and she said, there's way too many people in prison. We need prison reform. But just opening the door is not the way to do it. We need to start at the other end and start, you know, reducing pot and drug laws and, and just tapering down the war on drugs. I don't know if you can go to the end of the equation and just open the doors, but I guess I'm of two minds about it, but I guess, yes, fucking let them out. Yeah. I mean, if, if it's black or white, then, yeah, let them out. And, and uh, I would think if... It, it, the nonviolent thing is a big thing. Everybody's really worried about it being nonviolent. Uh, a lot of violence surrounds drugs. So if somebody's a repeat drug offender, you think, well, maybe, you know. But th- th- a lot of these people were locked up, I guess, when drug laws were a lot more draconian and a lot more just like, yeah, three strikes and you're out. And, uh, yeah, you you know, you're addicted to coke. So we put you in jail forever. You are going to do this. I mean, probation, violating probation is next to impossible. You can't travel. You've got to be home at 11 p.m. Mm. Your job is keeping you late. There's traffic there. I mean, it's fucking fascism. Sometimes it's worse than prison. What we need is probation. Instead of putting them in jail and then probation, just have them be probation I right away. I saw a away. documentary starring Kinda Tom like House Cruise Arrest. where they could see that crimes were going to happen. <laughs> a and documentary. They, I believe it was. And they would get those people and throw them in jail. Well, they had a machine they'd hook them up to. I, it sounds good uh, you know, on paper, right? If you lock people up before they do the crime. I think that that's coming. I think that's coming. I think that it's like the phrase, I rape. You've heard that? Like, oh, he, I raped me. I think there will come a time. It'll be illegal for a man to look at a woman. I, I agree with you. Yeah. And, or at least he'll, there'll be some sort of punishment, some sort of kangaroo court. Like, I'm glad that you said that because I was going to mention earlier, talking about college rape. Uh the police have to go through this rigmarole of DNA and, well, uh, you have a witness here, you have an alibi. Mm-hmm. That's laborious. And if I'm a shrill fucking cunt, I want to just get this over with and catch my bad guy. Maybe just because he dumped me, I don't like him. Mm-hmm. So they don't go to the police. Mattress Girl didn't go to the police. She went to academia, and the school said they'll handle it. Mm-hmm. So. If we can't corrupt the police department to start vilifying these people and ruining their lives, we're just going to start a new institution. Maybe the block patrol. He's not allowed to live on his block anymore. Mm-hmm. But Because these guys were kicked out of school. They were expelled for no evidence. And in these kangaroo courts, they can't even come to the trial. Oh, really? Yeah. No, no I didn't know about that. Yeah. I, know, I thought that... That they can beat like the like mattress girl, for instance. That mattress guy, girl, that guy couldn't come to his no, own hearing. Well, no, well, I thought he did because he he did because even with the low uh, you know uh, standard of, of uh, proof or whatever it is, low burden of proof, they st- even then they they found him not responsible. And she did just to be fair, go to the police, uh, but she didn't really pursue it they were not interested in hearing it they did they determined that there was no cause to they investigated they said there's no way we're going to be able to charge this right and by going to the police i think the the main reason she did that was so that his name would be entered into the public record and then could be reported 
in a main in, in, in mainstream media. So I think, I think that what was happened her with her was this. she went to the police. They saw all her flirtatious texts after he had supposedly raped her. Yes, yes. And they went, "This case is fucking ridiculous, and you might end up in jail." And then instead of her going, "Oops," she went to the school and had them handle it. But I think he was exonerated. Because his parents got a good lawyer and had them sue the school and attack the school, but this guy still suffered. I mean, he still lost his immeasurably. Yeah, his his whole life changed. It, it was it was just the hours that you have to spend doing that and not anything else. Yeah, it was. It's a, a complete miscarriage of justice to to have to that she's not being punished. You know. So you you were talking about a fictional world where someone gets goes to jail for being eye raped, here in New York City. A man didn't go to jail, but had his life completely gutted mm-hmm. for not eye rape, but sex that was consensual that she then decided later she didn't enjoy after he refused her advances. Yes, refused her advances, refused to carry on a relationship, and not even in a shitty way. Not even in a fucking like, fuck you, yeah, you dumb fuck whore. You, we, our nickname for you is Fat Cunt Lips. <laughs> Why are you even calling me, loser? <laughs> that's, that's the name of her new art uh, installation that she has. Fat cunt lips. <laughs> Did you watch the porn? Oh, my God. I'm gay now. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you very much. No, I'm no, moving no. to Chelsea. Yeah. Wait, are we in Chelsea? We, we happen to be, uh, yeah. I'm moving in with you. <laughs> well, the start of a new life, everybody. Glad you could witness it. Uh, Gavin McInnes, you can catch him on, uh, well, every day on Anthony Cumia's, uh, anthonycumia.com on the Tax Network. It's, I guess that's what it is. Stay tuned for the next episode of Newlyweds Crime Report with <laughs> lovers Pat and Gav, who have uh, both seen the Emma Sokowicz mm. anti-heterosexual <laughs> pornography. That's all it took. All right. Well, thank you one more time, Gavin McInnes. Thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report.